Alrighty, welcome everybody to our 40th episode of Brownsville Tech Live. And tonight we've got a special guest. We've got Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino. Mr. Trevino, welcome. Good evening, Daniel. How are you? Doing good. Yep, it's been a couple of months since we last spoke. And a lot has changed since then. We've actually expanded our show. We've got 40 episodes under our belt. We are the only tech show in the Valley. And we are now uh, across six social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and we just signed on with Twitch. So our viewership has expanded quite a bit. So, uh, Welcome to our new and expanded show, Mr. T. <laughs> well, well, thank you. You lost me at tech. Uh, yes. At tw <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, not a problem, you know, but uh, we're glad to have you. I know that, you know, you and I spoke a few weeks ago and you were on the news back a few weeks ago talking about uh, an internet survey that needed to be completed by the end of the month. It was regarding expansion of internet and broadband capability across the county. So could you give us a little bit of, a, of an idea of what, of what that's all about? Sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for the opportunity again to be on your show and, and to reach out to your audience, especially with regards to this particular topic that we're going to talk about. Uh, here tonight, I was I was just making a joke when you said when I said I, you lost me at tech because I am I am definitely old school and uh, being uh, you know having to be pulled into the 21st century, but trying to do trying to do the best I can on a personal level, but more importantly on my public servant uh, office. What we're what we wanted to talk about and and uh, and project and uh, and get your audience involved, uh, especially though well those in Cameron County is the fact that we are initiating this, this broadband survey uh, with the Cameron County Project in order to provide and detail the information that we need from our residents to indicate where our uh, residents are either uh, completely underserved or, or perhaps don't even have internet or broadband access. So um, now that there is money available uh, through, the, through the state and the federal government through grants, we thought it was important that we try to take advantage of this opportunity to uh, prepare a grant application, but in order to make it or give us the best chance of success, we wanna be able to provide the data, the information that'll show and confirm what we all know, which is that there is a huge technological divide between what we have uh, here in the Valley, here in Cameron County, and perhaps what the rest of the state and what the rest of the country has. It became painfully obvious as a result of the pandemic when uh, virtual meetings, virtual learning became the way of the world that uh, we were woefully uh, underserved and did not have the uh, proper infrastructure, technological infrastructure to provide that broadband access. When I was hearing stories, especially at the beginning of the pandemic and even months later of kids having to either uh, go to the school parking lot in order to have Wi-Fi access to do their homework or their projects, or having to go to somebody else's home, the library, et cetera. Uh, it became you know, obvious to us that we needed to try to figure out how we could make things work. 
now that there is money available uh, nationally through the states uh, for the uh, for the technological infrastructure, this survey is critical, uh, we believe, to making our application successful and uh, and show that uh, you know we're, we're we're extremely underserved with regards to our technological broadband or, or uh, internet access here in, in Cameron County. Yeah, well, definitely the pandemic, you're right. The pandemic definitely put us in a bind. I mean, I can tell you firsthand, you know, I worked for uh, a company here locally and when the pandemic, you know, started, I literally had to mobilize 2000 employees from being, you know, working at a facility to working at home. And it was, it was tough. I mean, we had people that we had to literally hand out these hotspots, you know, these Verizon hotspots because they didn't have internet at home. And that's not always because of cost. It's about the availability of those lines, you know, in some of our areas, you know, even here in Brownsville, you know, we've got Spectrum and we've got AT&T, but there's still areas that for whatever reason are, you know, underserved, but you're right. I mean, I remember, you know, kids, you know, standing in line during the pandemic, waiting for a hotspot, waiting for a, 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 Google Chromebook, not even a full-blown computer, just a Google Chromebook to do their homework, you know. So it definitely became obvious, you know, especially with the school kids. But it also, as you mentioned, it it was very obvious, you know, as well with, you know, corp the you know corporate America having to shift, you know, from being physically in an office to, you know, having to work from home. I mean, for me, I work from home, you know, 24 hours a day, so I'm fine. <laughs> I'm used to that kind of stuff. But a lot of people aren't, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, and it's it's something that you're right became uh, very evident during the pandemic. So once this survey gets filled out, then what happens after that well okay let me, let me remind everybody there's different ways to 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 uh, participate in the survey you can go uh to the cameron county website there's yeah let me let me flip over there keep on talking but you can flip I'll there's flip. a link on our website that uh you can it'll take you directly to the survey you can also uh scan the qr code which is uh, on that particular uh, flyer that you've got on your screen right right now, both in English and in Spanish. And and the survey, uh, the actual website, and let me see, uh, it's on there. What did I do with it? Here it is. The actual, if you want to go straight to it, it's tiny, T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash Cameron Internet. Okay. That's a direct link. Okay. But, but more importantly, this is a two-part uh, test or, or, or survey. The first part, the survey you can take from anywhere uh, with, your, with your phone or your, your, your tablet, your mobile device, and that'll, that, that, that's first part. The next part of it, which is as critical, as important, is doing a speed test, and you're, you can probably better describe it than I can, but right. going to your home and business, especially both, and doing a speed test because... Even though, like you just mentioned, perhaps uh, here in Brownsville, 
many of the homes have uh, access to it, you know, uh, via Spectrum or AT&T. What you've got is if you've got a family of, of four or five and everybody's using, you know, the, the Wi-Fi on their, on their phones, through streaming, through their computers, mm -hmm. their mobiles, you realize that obviously your speed's going to be severely impacted. Exactly. So, um, so, so that's another part that, 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 that this old guy is learning is that it's <laughs> one thing to have access, but it's another to have reliable speed and, 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 and quick speed. Because, for example, in the corporate world, you want to be able to download uh, quickly or even upload quickly. And, and I'm learning uh, that the speeds, even though we have potential access in some parts, that that's nowhere where it should be. The other part is that this survey, uh, the more people that participate, you, 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 somebody may say, well, you know, I live in Brownsville. I don't live out in the county. I don't live out of, out of the city limits. But we need everyone to participate because the more residents, the more uh, participation we have, the more successful our grant application is going to be. So, you know, we don't want anyone to think that just because uh, Brownsville is doing their own uh, broadband initiative, that they don't need to participate in ours because what we're trying to do is obviously, like you said, certain parts of the of the county uh, may have some service or access, others may not have it at all, or others may have poor access. So right. it's all a combination of the three that we need to uh, access the information to make this survey and our application uh, successful. Yeah, well, definitely here on the website, you know, if we go and click on it. You know, it talks about the impact, you know, the Cameron County Broadband Feasibility Study, and it actually shows the underserviced areas right now. And it, it, it's incredible, sir. I mean, look at this. I mean, yep. there's a lot of pink, you know, and, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing that, you know, that in the 21st century, you know, we still have these areas where we need broadband capability and it's not like some of there's people that don't live out here you got laguna vista you know i know port isabel's got a little bit there but there's a lot of areas over here where it's like incredible you know i don't know what's in the northern part of the county but i know it's riondo i think is somewhere up here you know but That's you know right. i think a lot of people take for granted especially that those that live in the major cities that, you know, internet's available, but there's still a lot of places that it isn't. And, and what, what I'm learning, what I, what I have learned is that even if you do have access, that your speed is nowhere where it should be or Correct. could be. Correct. And so that's the other part of the aspect. That's why the speed test part of the survey is critical uh, to having a more successful um, and reliable data to provide and support our, our application because you, you, it's kind of like uh, buying the latest version of the TV. You know, you think <laughs> you've got a great picture on your screen or you think you've got great speed on your internet. Uh, and then all of a sudden you realize, holy cow, my, my neighbor or, or the guy sitting next to me, has got, you know, 10 times the speed and he's able to keep moving faster. And especially if you're doing work, corporate education, uh, research, et cetera. So, so that's another part of the aspect uh, of this of this survey that we want to make sure people understand that they do the both part of it, the the actual survey itself, and then the speed test, and also do it both at home and at your place of business. If you're, okay. if you're yourself, you know, if you're a business owner, you know, we want to make sure that the businesses have access to it because, again, 
businesses are competitive. You just mentioned that you were working for a 2000 uh, person company and going from, from zero virtual, uh, you know, uh, working to, to everybody being at home for an extended period of time was a heck of an adjustment and, uh, and everybody had to learn on the fly. Absolutely. And one of the things that I think uh, caught my attention, sir, was right here some of the, uh, there's a graphic here with regards to the impact that this capability would have. I mean, we've talked about, you know, the educational opportunities earlier, but you want to chime in on some of the other areas here with regards to public, with regards to healthcare, telemedicine and emergency management? Absolutely. And at the top of the list, uh, you see emergency management. And right now we see our, our friends in Florida, you know, but for the grace of God, uh, that could very well be us right. one day with, a, with, a, with, a, with the impact of a major storm. We, we know that we're in, we're in danger of hurricanes on a yearly basis. Uh, knock on wood, thank God that we've been uh, fairly fortunate that we've not had a direct hit at least, and, and not one of a severe impact the way uh, Ian uh, just did. Uh, in Florida, and when you see the devastation, you realize that. Well, part of uh, part of having you know a reliable and and proper technological infrastructure is making sure that you have the ability to get the word out. In this instance, perhaps you know evacuation, uh, weather warnings, uh, it, it, everything that we need with regards to making sure that we let the public know with regards to weather situation. That that's probably a good uh, example. Connecting law enforcement and government, obviously. Uh, emergency situations, uh, uh, situations where where uh, law enforcement has to react quickly and or coordinate uh, response, uh, whether it's first responder, law enforcement, uh, reliable and and access uh, to tech to uh, to broadband uh, access uh, is critical. Um, increasing job and business growth. You, you know, you said it earlier. We want to make sure that our businesses are able to compete. And now that uh, we do live in a global economy. Just because you're you're situated or headquartered in Cameron County, as opposed to New York, LA, or, or Shanghai, uh, or Europe, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to compete if your product, uh, you know, meets the the needs of, of your particular market. Right. Um, and then and then maybe the last point, or, or just well, we've talked about educational. The the last one is a new one: uh, the connecting public to healthcare, right. telemed, uh, telehealth. Uh, being able to either connect with your doctor, your physician, your PA, your nurse practitioner uh, via virtual, you know, via Zoom uh, is something that's new and could could well be more efficient with regards to healthcare uh, providers and 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 uh, and the public receiving uh, healthcare attention. So there's a new. These are just some of the probably better examples of why uh, we need to make sure that our uh, that our technological broadband access. It, it, you know, is up to speed, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, and up to date, Correct. because um, all of these numerous examples that we that, that are on our page that are a part of our report show why we need to have uh, proper uh, broadband access. Right. And, you know, especially the pandemic, I mean, I can recall, you know, before the pandemic, you know, we were all so used to being able to call the doctor's office and make an appointment. And then from night to day, we started doing the telemedicine. And I'll be honest with you, you and I probably not too far 
age-wise, but it was hard. I mean, it was hard having to talk about certain things oh, with your man. doctor over <laughs> over the camera, yeah. you know? You know, yeah. so it really became very evident. But then, you know, there's situations like I had an aunt, you know, she was wheelchair bound, you know, she was in her 70s or 80s, I think. And, you know, to try to tell her, well, now you got to do telemedicine. That was like, what are you talking about? You know, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. You're, you're 39, Daniel. Is that, is that that what you said earlier? <laughs> okay, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah, um, you, you know, you're using your 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 aunt as a, as a good example. I mean, you know, we're not we're not that that old. We're not that mature. Uh, but yet, like I said, we're we're getting pulled. You not so much because obviously you're, you're technologically savvy and, and an intellectual when it comes to that. But a lot of us are, are you know are are being pulled into it, pushed into it, whether we want to or not. So we need to make sure that we're able to do this. When we started having these Zoom meetings, you know, one of the benefits of all this is that you could handle a lot of work without having the 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 uh, the include travel. In other words, right. having your meeting with somebody who's across the country or across the valley or across the state, you may be able to have more meetings. Uh, but it did take some getting used to. Um, but you know, uh, I still I still like the being able to see people you know face to face, and I think we all miss that. Right. But I think uh, virtual meetings, virtual work, uh, offsite work, uh, education work. I think it's 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 here to stay, and hopefully, will make us more efficient. But in order for make it to, to make us more efficient, and to be able to be um, more marketable and to compete, we've got to have the proper technological infrastructure. It's just right. it's all about connectivity. You want to get from point A to point B as quickly as you possibly can. For example, we don't have an interstate designation on our system. We're the largest urban area in the entire United States without an interstate connection. And that impacts our, uh, our ability to come to, to, uh, to compete on right. an economic basis with regards to, to other areas. So that's a good example or bad example of, of why we need uh, an interstate. And that's why we're trying to get ahead now that there is money available to, uh, to assist us in investing in the in the uh, in the broadband access and and bridge that technological gap that uh, you know that exists in our uh, in our neck of the woods. Well, one of the things I want to ask you is once hypothetically, you know, we get the money, what kind of I like, I, the, way, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> when we get the money. When yeah. we get the money, and I don't know if you've had you know any discussions with regards to what solutions and and and. You know, you're free to, to, to say if you can, but would we be looking at a wireless solution, a fiber optic solution? I know that a few months ago you were on because you guys were doing some testing with Starlink with regards to the, can, uh, the county parks. So would the, that also be a viable option? Um, what do you envision this looking like once we get the money? I think the best the best way to, to to answer that would be that we want to have that uh, partner uh, that is going to be able to serve all of those needs. Um, we want to partner up with a, with a provider that is going to assist us in in in, in making this reality, uh, making this dream a reality. And and you know that can be any number uh, of in, of, uh, of uh, third party partners, mm -hmm. but we we 
the county in and of itself does not want or plan to go into the you know provision or the internet business itself. Okay. We're trying to provide and take advantage of the uh, of the federal and state uh, monies that are available out there. So that way we can continue to use our local dollars for other projects. And um, we were excited about the possibilities and uh, that may exist once we get the survey done and then we get our application in. Uh, but our goal is to then have a, a partnership uh, with a provider that's probably already existing and utilize their expertise, utilize their commitment to put the skin in the game uh, in order to provide the services that we want. Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're basically looking at a public private partnership, so to speak. Exactly. Okay. Great. All righty. Well, one of the things that you mentioned was it's, it's a, it's a two part process. One, you go to the survey, which there's a button right here, you know, and you click on it for anybody that's interested. And you're basically asked a few questions. So you just click on next. And of course, you know, you can type in your address. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and type in mine. God help me if the trolls show up at my house and egg my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm asking for trouble. And then do you have home and internet connection? Would that, in my case, it's a yes, right? So. BS, so we click on that, and it asks you, you know, how do you currently use your internet at home? Well, I work from home, I do telehealth, I definitely do entertainment, education for my daughter. Uh, do you work remotely from home? Yes, full time. And then do you have a home business internet connection? Not really. And then who's your current internet? spectrum and then oh god <laughs> i'll just put this amount <laughs> do you participate in affordable no how many oh people... and that's something else we need to talk about daniel before okay we, before we... okay not a problem how many people on average use at this address oh yeah that much and then click next how would you rate the following factors uh Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything there. <laughs> Internet reliability. All right. Good. Are you currently connected to your home Internet connection on this device? Yes. Click on next. And then what is your current speed test? So this is what you're talking about. Right. So in order to do that, for everybody out there, you can go to Google and just type in speed test. And when you do that, you'll get to a screen in Google where you run the speed test. And it's going to take just a couple of seconds. And as you can see, my download is about 66 or 65. And then my upload eh, usually hits about 10, but we're streaming right now. Perfect. Okay, 65 and 5. So you would plug in your five for your upload and 65 for the download. And then, uh, oh, I don't know, we'll just say 10 seconds. 
don't have to be really accurate on that one. And that's it. And you just click submit. And that's it. So it's basically, like you mentioned, sir, going through the survey, going to the speed test, and just filling it out. And if you have a business other than your home, I think you said, sir, that would count as a extra survey, right? Right. Right. We want, yeah, we want it. We want to find out how people's uh, uh, speed also is at, at their at their particular uh, business. So yes, the okay. more the more surveys we have completed, the better chances of our application being successful, because we know we've got uh, at least according to the U.S. Census, which I, I, I vehemently disagree with. We have four hundred twenty-one thousand individuals. That's an increase of fifteen thousand since 2010 wow which is totally bogus that that is totally bogus there's you know uh we did not have 407,000 or 403 to 5,000 whatever the number was in 2010 and now we're at 421 yeah uh, totally totally uh not uh accurate so we're mean. still undercounted really we're hugely undercounted which leads to a, a you know a number of different problems you, you multiply that over several decades, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of, upon thousands or millions of individuals here in Cameron County or, or in the Valley, South Texas, all along the border. And instead of getting the, the federal assets, the federal allocation that we should for education, for healthcare, for housing, for, for infrastructure, uh, for economic development, uh, we've been shortchanged all of these years. And here's the example. You know, while we have some internet access or some providers or some some infrastructure on that basis, we're woefully uh, underserved or or inadequate with regards to broadband connectivity. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic uh, showed us uh, how how bad it was or how short we are. And uh, we're you know we're only asking that we have the same resources and access to them that everybody else in our country has. Uh, in order to provide our kids, uh, really, and along with our businesses and each of us, the same uh, uh, access, capabilities, and and uh, opportunities that exist elsewhere. Right. And you mentioned during their survey, one of the questions talked about affordability. You want to talk a little bit about oh, that? Thank you. Thank you very much. The, the last point I wanted to make tonight is that there's already an existing program um, that, that already exists. It's called the ACP, the Affordable Connectivity Program, excuse me, that's already available today. If you, if you, if you uh, apply and qualify, a qualifying family will receive a $30 monthly rebate on their monthly internet bill if through a participating provider. Wow. To see if you qualify, their website is www.fcc.gov. Uh, backslash ACP. We know that many, many individuals here in Cameron County will qualify for this uh, subsidy. <clears throat> and we want them to be taking advantage of it now. They can do this now. That program already exists. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to make sure that that those families um, that, 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 that qualify are receiving those funds to help them be able to use their resources elsewhere, you know, food, medicine, uh, education, what have you. So uh, a lot of people don't realize that this program already exists. So I want to make sure that they, that they, that they're aware of, aware of it and that they take advantage of it. It's the ACP program, the affordable 
connectivity program. Wow. You know, I didn't even know about that. You know, a lot of the reasons why a lot of kids, you know, during the pandemic were out there waiting in line for a hotspot was because they didn't have internet access. They couldn't afford it. So, you know, had they known about this, it would have been great for them, you know, because the hotspot can only go so far. I mean, those things right. are slow. It depends where you live, how close you are to the cell tower. So, you know, that's great that, you know, they can go to this site and be able to see if they qualify to help them, even if it's for a portion of their internet. I mean, something's better than nothing, really, you know. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, definitely this is something. When's the deadline uh, for uh, the survey? Our deadline uh, for individuals to submit and do the survey and the speed test is October the 28th. That, that should give us time to, to gather the data, uh, coordinate it, finish uh, our application, and get it done uh, shortly thereafter. But it uh, sounds like, you know, hey, we've got a month to go, but uh, the 28th is going to be upon <laughs> us before we know it. And we really, really need everybody's participation. The last way to, uh, to serve uh, or, or to get the survey done is to scan the QR code um, that's, on that, uh, that's on that flyer uh, that's available and also on the website. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely this is great news for, for us that, you know, we're interested in internet connectivity. Um, you know, sir, it wouldn't be a fair for me not to give you an opportunity. I know you're running for re-election here and the election's only about four weeks away. And I'd like to give you an opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, just talk a little bit. I'll go ahead and just ask, you know, I know you've been in office for what, four years or six years? Six I can't years. remember. Six years. Six six years. years. And can six you give us a... Uh, uh, a list of things you are proud of that you've, uh, you know, gone through over the last six years, especially during tough and trying times that we've had, you know, over the last couple of years and what you envision for the future in your next term, sir. Well, um, first of all, I, I, I'll ask everybody to make sure that they get out to participate and vote. Um, the more involvement, uh, the more participation we have, uh, the better and more attention we're going to get from our elected leaders, both at the state and at the federal level. Um, the, you know, the Valley's grown by leaps and bounds over the last uh, 20, 30 years. I use the census as, as a good and bad example of the fact that we've uh, been woefully uh, underserved uh, with regards to receiving our fair share at the federal level. Um, I, I think... Um, the best way to answer your question is I, I hope that people saw uh, the type of leadership uh, that they can be proud of. A, a lot of people, when they run for office, um, and unfortunately, you know, people right now, the discourse in our country is such of a negative nature that a lot of people, understandably so, are kind of either frustrated or fed up with the way politics and government is being done. Uh, whether you're a Democrat or Republican and independent or, uh, or any other particular uh, thinking, uh, when a person serves, it gets elected to serve a community, they're elected to serve everyone. Right. And they shouldn't just be worried about the next election, whether it's in two or four years. And I think there's too much of that going on. I've, I've prided myself 
to work with anyone, regardless of their party or uh, ideology or thinking, to help me move things forward uh, here in Cameron County. I'm very proud of the work that we as a county did uh, during the pandemic. Never uh, would have anyone have ever thought that we'd be dealing with a global pandemic in our lifetimes, and yet that's exactly what occurred uh, almost three years ago come March. And, um, you know, uh, there was no, I, I, I make fun of this or make a joke a little bit, but I, I couldn't find a book on, on, on how to deal with a pandemic. We, <laughs> we've, we've got a lot of experience, uh, for example, dealing with, uh, with flooding or hurricanes and, uh, and the running of county government. But there was nothing, you know, that really could have prepared us uh, for dealing with a pandemic. And yet, um, as a team at the administration level, the, the county commissioners, our health professionals, our, 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 our health department, our emergency management team, all of us came together uh, to work to figure out and address what became a life and death situation. So I'm, you know, I'm proud of the, uh, the response that we did, the way we handle things. Obviously, 2020 uh, hindsight gives you the benefit of saying, well, maybe we could have done things differently or better. Uh, and obviously, uh, I hope we never have to deal with another pandemic. But I hope that uh, in the event we do have any other issues or, or problems that arise like that, that we deal from them, we deal with them from a public health standpoint and not from a political standpoint. Because right. public health uh, safety is is a is a is a health and safety issue. It's not a political issue. Um, but um, we we we've, we've expanded our infrastructure. We're working on so many different projects. Uh, we're trying to. Uh, We've gotten the funding for the renovation of the Gateway International Bridge. We've expanded the operations uh, from a commercial aspect at uh, Veterans Los Tomates, and we're expanding vehicular traffic. Uh, we're, we're looking to expand our, uh, our, uh, our infrastructure at Los, at Los Indios and build some additional uh, infrastructure there to handle additional traffic, uh, truck traffic and, uh, and uh, uh, cold storage. We're looking at um, obviously the the interstate designation, working with uh, our, our 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 partners. I'm proud of the fact that the, that I was involved in getting the three MPOs merged: the Brownsville MPO, the Harlingen San Benito MPO, and the Hidalgo County MPO. We went from um, as a valley four years ago receiving approximately commitments from TxDOT of 500 million. Uh, in the short four years, we've gone now to commitments of over $2 billion. Wow. Uh, that money creates jobs. It creates better connectivity and, and gets us to where we're uh, more viable and we're able to compete better from an economic uh, standpoint, both on a local, state, federal, and global nature. Um, there's a number of other different projects I'm sure uh, we could probably go into, but uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, more than anything, uh, People understand that my commitment is to serve the people of Cameron County, and I'm and I'm honored, and I'm proud to do that. And I uh, I hope I get the opportunity to continue to do that for the next four years. Great, sir. Well, we definitely appreciate uh, the work that you all at the county did. You know, over the last you know two years with a pandemic. I mean, we all lost family. I can tell you I lost three people to COVID and that wasn't easy. And then I was on the front lines, you know, trying to mobilize an entire workforce as well. So it was a challenge. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, 
why do you get involved in politics? You know, you're a tech show. Well, you know, our 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 leaders actually affect us in ways that, you know, challenges with technology. You know, we can't get all those great services, internet connectivity and things like that without the help of our local government leaders, you know. And whatever we can do, you know, as private citizens, you know, to, you know, improve the quality of life, not just for this city, but ac across the county, you know, it's important. So it's not easy. It's not easy for you, obviously, and it's not easy for me to sit in front of a mic, <laughs> you know, but uh, definitely there are important things we can do to try to improve the quality of life for everyone. And uh, that's what we're here to do. Sir, I appreciate the time that you took uh, to uh, meet with me. I know that I can be a pest at times when it comes to podcasts, but uh, but I uh, definitely appreciate you coming on. And we'll uh, put out this uh, link to the survey from here until the 28th, you know. So I'm 12 episodes short of hitting number 52 for the for the year so hopefully we'll we'll get to 52 by the end of the month but uh definitely it was a pleasure sir having you and you're welcome anytime thank you for having me daniel i i, I appreciate the opportunity appreciate what you do for our community and uh you know uh we've gone from when i took office approximately 160,000 registered voters to over 220 in the last six years the more we have uh, civic engagement, uh, the better it is for all of us. And, um, you know, politics is local. Uh, yeah. All of the things that we deal with uh, on a daily basis is local. So hopefully people will be engaged, uh, not only this election, but every election going forward. It's critical and it, and it helps us when we advocate uh, at the state and at the federal level. Uh, we're getting a lot of attention. I mean, you saw the, the governor's debate took place at UTRGV in Edinburgh. Right. So um, people understand that the Valley, and I think in particular Cameron County, is really, really on the move, and there's a lot to be done. And, and hopefully together, as we did with the pandemic, uh, we, can, we can accomplish much, much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. All righty, everybody. Well, this was uh, it for today's show. We want to thank Mr. Trevino once again for joining us, and we'll be on tomorrow with... Mr. Philip Cowan running for the school board. So I've got a busy week this week. So, all right. Take care, Mr. Trevino. We'll talk Thank soon. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Have you pleasure. too. Bye-bye.